Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hello! We come in peace. I'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Before we start, make sure to click that red button down below to subscribe. And also hit that little bell so you can stay up to date with what we are releasing. Do you want to tell them what we are doing today? Yes, please. Okay. So we are going to be doing another Q&A for a book called The Gravity of Us by Phil Stamper. And I have read this book and Brittany has not. And this book comes out February 4th. So I'm going to try to get her to read this before the date. Ooh. First, Mm -hmm. tell me, what's the genre? So this genre is LGBTQ, YA, contemporary. Yikes. I am not a big reader (laughs) of YA contemporary, I have to say. Okay. All right. Um, We're being truthful. We're being truthful. Yes. So there are some that I do jive with Mm -hmm. that I do end up picking up and liking. And it's ones that like approach the romance in a different kind of way because YA contemporary is always like we are watching these people's lives. Mm -hmm. Like it's laid out for us. We can experience it. Mm -hmm. And we go from start to finish during a big moment in their life that's not necessarily thrilling Mm -hmm. or adventurous or anything intense. Okay. Tell me. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. What this YA contemporary is about. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the summary. Okay. A little short, brief summary. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about what I know you're not going to like. Okay. And then I'm going to talk about what I think you're going to like. Okay. So this is kind of like you're reading Brittany. Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. So this book is about a young man named Cal who is already insta-famous from his social media influencing platform. Annoying. Called- um Instagram? <laughs> no, called Flash Fame. <laughs> of course, it's like TikTok. Very, very, very much so. So he is already famous, and he has this really established life in Brooklyn, New York. All right, all and right. So he's like with his best friend Deb. They're about to move in together. Deb, Deb, because his parents have like a tumultuous relationship, Ooh. and so he's like ready to move out. Okay. Then all of a sudden, his father gets a call from NASA, and like. They- it, because he works for NASA? Well, he's, or? he is an engineer, per, like science-y person. I actually forgot what he did, does for a living, but okay. he's very um, smart oh, okay. in space. In space. He's smart in space, but not smart <laughs> on Earth. Exactly. There we go. There we go. So he gets called on this mission to become an astronaut for NASA, and they fly out, they fly Cal and his family out to Houston. Hot and humid Houston. Ew. And so in Houston, we meet Leon, who is another son of a of an astronaut. And they form a relationship together. And their kind of adventure grows into something much bigger than what he thought he was going to get in Houston. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what is the relationship like? Okay. So here's what I don't think you're going to like about the book. Okay. So I honestly will say that I love Leon and Cal together, but their love is kind of instant. Mm. And I know you hate insta love. I hate insta love because it's kind of like unrealistic for me. Mm -hmm. It is. And that's a fair assessment. Okay. So Leon is gay and Cal is gay and they kind of just meet and 
Leon's sister is like, hey, he thinks you're cute. And then Cal's like, oh, I think he's cute too. So then they start kind of falling in love. And so you don't really see that happen. Like you don't see that relationship grow immediately, but you do see it kind of outstand that um, instant love relationship. Um, Do they have any problems? Like, do they run into any problems with their relationship or is it just kind of like hunky-dory the whole way through? So I don't want to give too too much away, but there is one major conflict that happens between Cal and Leon that I don't really think it's a huge conflict because they're young. Okay. But because they're young, I think they make a, a bigger conflict. Okay. And that happens towards the end. Another thing I do not think that you're going to necessarily like okay. in this book is the fact that Cal is, I think he's way too young to be experiencing the experiences that he has because of his social media platform. Like he's wine and dine by by all these fancy people. He gets paid like so much money. And so I think that I don't know if you would find it an honest perception of social media influencers. Okay. Well, actually that's kind of false. Oh, okay. Because. Teach me. There have been a lot of social media influencers and just like beauty guru type areas Uh, of Mm -hmm. of like the industry that they're super young they get super popular they fall into these like mentorships where they are they have like mentorees Mm -hmm. or whatever what is that called when when they're being mentored by an older person groomed groomed they're being groomed they're basically like kind of being groomed even though the older person won't admit that they're grooming them but they do groom them Hmm. And then when they have a falling out because the person's young and doesn't understand things, mm-hmm. then there's all kinds of like shade and hurt feelings and trying to ruin their world and cancel culture and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I feel like I it's very possible for someone of Cal's age to mm-hmm. easily fall into, even though I haven't read it, mm-hmm. to easily fall into being taken advantage of. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Another thing I don't think that you're going to like about this book, because it's that contemporary feel, is that a lot of the problems might not seem as big as you and I would think. Is it because they're young? And I think it's because they're young. It's very, they're very angsty. Okay. And so I feel like reading it, sometimes I felt like, oh, first world problems. But I kind of enjoy that because it takes me out of my little life. First world problems. First world problems. <laughs> Which I disagree. <laughs> Anyone would call your problems first world problems. But, you know. But like, I, I also, you know, knowing you, yeah. I feel like it's, oh, stop complaining. And I think that's a lot of YA contemporary. You're popular. You're you popular. get lots of money for social media eating. Yes, like, exactly. You're not frustrated with mm-hmm. Instagram every single day of your life. Exactly. Okay, my question, I had a question in my head and it kind of went away for a second. Um, let me see if I can get it back. Uh, I can't remember. Continue and maybe I'll find it. So here's what I think you're going to like about this book. So we started off with the negs. Now we're going to start off with the pause. Okay. So I really think you're going to like the drama between the parents. Ooh, mm-hmm. drama between parents. I love drama between parents. I know. I, and I know you love drama. I know you like like suspense. And it, there's none of that. But oh. <laughs> there's a lot of drama. There's no murder? There's no suspense of murder. Okay. But there's a lot of drama between the parents because this book does a really good job exploring the lack of communication between parents and how detrimental that is to the family unit. Mm, I remember my question. Oh, since Cal has so much money, is it explained why he moves with his parents to Houston and doesn't just stay in mm-hmm. Brooklyn and move in with Deb? Because he does have his own source yeah. of income. So I feel like mm-hmm. that could have eluded mm-hmm. the problems that his parents had yeah. and the tumultuousness, whatever mm-hmm. that word is. I like it. 
of those situations mm-hmm. that he's put in with his parents fighting. Yeah. I still think that he was, I don't know how much money he's really making in this, but I think he has had the ability because he was about to start his internship at BuzzFeed. So, and he just left that? And, and he left that. And that was what kind of leads you to that big conflict between him and Leon. Because he, mm. uh, his heart is still in Brooklyn. Yeah. With Deb. With Deb. His ex-girlfriend. <gasps> ah! Drama! Oh my God. More drama. So I can't answer the question about how much money and why he, he chooses to leave for Houston. And, uh-huh. But... He definitely does it for family, and I think that this is a big opportunity for his family, and he really wanted, he was kind of, he felt forced, but his family thought it was going to be a great change. So you kind of go on that journey, YA angst, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So another thing that you're going to like about this book is not only the drama between the parents and the drama between Deb and Cal, it's the drama between the social media networks. So there's a lot, there's there's basically this this organization called Starwatch. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a interviewing um, news coverage media outlet. Like TMZ? Very much like TMZ. Okay. And so Starwatch has a mission to take down NASA's big Mars mission and also to take down little Cal's journey, journey to becoming a, a journalist. Okay, the of naming of these things are really, really cute. Like Starwatch, Starwatch. is trying to take down... Mm-hmm. NASA's mission to Mars, even though Starwatch doesn't have a a dog in that race at mm-hmm. all. Well, they're Starwatch because they, they they don't release rockets into into Mars, do they? <laughs> no, they're just they're, they're just news. TMZ. Yeah, they're like TMZ for space. They're like, let's get the drama for space. That's so yeah. that's so cute. Mm-hmm. So I really think that you would enjoy those aspects of this book more so than the instant love because. That kind of does get on the wayside a little bit. Okay, so would you say that the main characters of the book are Cal and Leon, or mm. is it a an ensemble of people? I mean, it's definitely Cal. Cal is the main character. Okay. And I, another reason why I don't think you're going to like this book is Cal is sometimes a jerk. He's a big jerk to Deb. Well, aren't mainly, we all? Mainly to Deb. Well, it's because it's his ex. Yeah, it's his ex. You know, he's a big jerk. And... There was tons of times I was very frustrated with Cal throughout this book, but I was cheering for him to be better. Does so he like, end up being Yes, he ends better. up, of course, I can't give too much away, right. but main character, he ends up making up for all of his his flaws, but how he does it, I think that's what's important. Okay. So correct me, you just saying you don't want to give too much away. For me, whenever I think of like YA contemporary and the mm-hmm. YA contemporaries that we have read, I feel like there's not much to spoil in it because we're just living a life through the eyes of these characters and so we're just experiencing what they go through and so it's kind of like you can freely talk about it without ruining the book like without ruining somebody's experience about Mm -hmm. the book you can talk about some of the stuff that happens is there like things in the book that you feel are too spoilery um, that would kind of disrupt the YA contemporary genre a little bit because hmm. it would ruin someone's experience if they knew about it. Um, no. One topic that comes to my mind during that question yeah. was Cal's mother's mental health. And I can talk. Fr- I feel like I can talk freely about that because her mental health not only affects her relationship with her husband, mm-hmm. but it also affects her relationship with Cal. And there's a lot of grief because basically his mother has lost her sister. Mm. And she's in the process of grieving the death of her sister. So I feel like I could sit there and talk a lot about 
that relationship and the, the different dynamics of the characters without giving too much away. But I also, there's parts of the book where I'm just like, ah, I think that would take away from the excited, the excitability that I had during the chapters, you know, as the chapters were going. Mm. Um, I don't want to give, oh, that's a hard, oh, am I answering your question? I don't know. You can cut out that little jungle juice. I don't know why I just said that. Jungle juice. <laughs> so overall, I really think that, and anyone who loves YA Contemporary is going to love this book. And if you don't like YA Contemporary, you might want to stay away from it, but I urge you to give it a chance. Yeah. Um, I want to hear a little bit more real quick, just like about your experience with it, because you mm -hmm. did like it and I am not so much a fan of YA Contemporary. So like my questions are going to be more geared toward picking it apart, but mm -hmm. I want to hear your honest feeling mm -hmm. about the book. Yeah. I really loved it. I would have, I rated a four out of five stars um, because I thought that the storytelling was unique. I've never seen a book about space that I was interested in reading before. I will say that is something that yeah. impresses me mm -hmm. about it because you, every time we have a book that deals with anything science related, you're like, oh, Brittany will like it because it's science. <laughs> and you just like kind of write it off. And I'm like, uh, science fiction. But it's not not really yeah. science fiction. It's very, no, 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 yeah. yeah, it's very true. Um, and I've never been interested in space, but this book made me want to be interested in space. Do you think it's because it takes the um, gossipy side mm -hmm. of entertainment yeah. and kind of combines it with science? Exactly. And I think that's what the major selling point for me was because you have a social media influencer, you have this TMZ entity, and so you have all these kind of different things mixed into one bowl. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. You like bowls of mixed things. I love bowls. Mm. So while I can't say that I would necessarily pick it up just because I'm currently in Thrillerville right mm -hmm. now. And Brad yeah. has, Brad does a much better job of like taking breaks from certain genres and like giving other genres a chance. Whereas I just have been mainly sticking with thrillers. And so like I can't say that I'm going to pick it up right away. Maybe during the summer, I will. Maybe. It's definitely, I think it's a great summer read. It seems like a good beach read. Because they talk about hot Houston. So yeah. it's like, puts you in that summer mode. Yeah. And I feel like this could be a topic that we talk about later, but summer is for contemporaries. Mm, I, I agree. And winters are for thrillers. I agree. I agree. So that might be something we got to talk <laughs> about later, but um, this feels like a good summer read to me, to someone who doesn't really jive with YA mm -hmm. contemporaries all the time. Yes. If you are planning on picking up The Gravity of Us by Phil Stamper on February 4th, which should be today when this video comes out, please let us know in the comments down below or follow up with us on our various social medias. We are on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, Instagram at Audio Shelf Me, and Facebook at Audio Shelf. Before we end, make sure to click that red button. We need subscribers. Ooh, yes. Thank you for explaining the book to me and going over the Q&A section and everything like that, answering my weird questions that I just wanted to trick you with. I try, I'm, I'm trying to sell you. Uh, you are. I was trying you to sell are. you. You did a good job. You did a good job. So until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. We come in peace. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.